Hey, it's Jesse. Hey, it's Madison. And this is Do Re Re Me 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 Me. And that's what we call we stardom. Oh, wow. We're on Zoom for the first time and it's not going too well. Are we surprised? But we wanted to say we have an amazing guest today. The amazing Gabe. Gabe. Hello, love. Hello. I'm happy to be here on this Uh. experimental... mission on yes Zoom. <laughs> we're so excited it's so funny because i listen to so many podcasts and they do this they have they all have guests and they all zoom them in and it works so well for them i don't know what max's problem is oh it's because they're professional it's because they're professional <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> it's because they have probably real equipment because and because like an we're on editing the day of. yeah they probably do crazy editing stuff i promise you jesse it does not go smoothly if they're using zoom see i I don't really care because I know we have Max ride or die. So I know that Max will always be there for us. We pushed him to his limits recently, but he still loves us, right? Wait, what did we do to push Max to his limits? It's waning. It's waning. It's wa- oh. We said, can you edit three people? <laughs> he said, that's a lot of work. <laughs> Sorry. But, um, so yes, this is Gabe. Um, do we want to start with how we know each other? Sure. You can go ahead and go first. Well, sure. Okay. Who, me? Oh. <laughs> okay, no, you, Mad- Madison, you go first since you've known them the longest. Honest to God, I don't remember how we met. Wait, I have a cute story. <laughs> I will start. A cute little anecdote? Yes, go, I do, please. I do. This is like, okay, so Madison and I grew up in the same area. And we both went to the same voice teacher. She is a much better uh, singer than I am, obviously. Um, just no, the way I've seen the out. YouTube videos. I know that's not true. Listen. Define gravity. It is true. And, <laughs> I, and I, you don't have to. Okay, fine. Define gravity, sure. Sure. <laughs> Impeccable. But I, I decided to break off my, my uh, musical theater path while Madison did not. Um, but anyways, we, so she was do- doing Christmas caroling in the neighborhood with the voice teacher that we both had. And I was like, you know, cause I'm several years younger than Madison. And I was standing there watching like the chorus do, you know, door to door Christmas caroling. And I remember I went home and I like learned the song that Madison had the solo on because I was like, I want to sing just like that girl, Madison. Like she's so talented. Like I always like, I looked up to her and then like later in high school we became friends. But back then, like we didn't know each other, but I was just like that girl. I want to sing just like her. I never you, did. It never you said happened. the lights from heaven opened up on Madison. She got her spotlight. <laughs> she levitated just a little bit. And that's how it all began. And that's yeah, the it was opposite experience I had. Yeah, I was going to say, and oh, then. Oh, me too. I almost threw up. And then you met me and you were like, oh, God, why did I ever want to know this lady? Now, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I regret all of my decisions that I've made. You know, you guys have been friends since high school, right? Yeah. I, I think we yeah, probably we... just met, like, through Mary or through theater, probably, just because we both were so involved with that. So it was probably through theater and stuff. I don't remember the exact Yeah, I think moment. so, because everyone kind of becomes, like, a big melting pot of people. I don't know, yeah. I, th- I kind of became friends with, like, the junior group, which is all you guys. 
Um, and then obviously theater brings people together. But, you know, it was, the rest was history. The rest was history. All about community. Well, I have a cute little anecdote, too, because you know how you were saying that's how you saw Madison? Well, that's how I saw you. So no. I was on the Instagram Explore page about five. How long ago was it? Five years ago when you shaved your head? Oh, yeah. Pause, because just for reference, they met this this summer or like winter break. So like Jesse found oh, yeah. Jesse found you five years ago and you just met. Go ahead. It's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I saw you shave your head and I said, I want to know this person. I want to be friends with them. And look look where we're at. Look at Madison bringing people together. It's so funny because, like, I met um, Chandler at the Pioneer, and, I, and he was telling me about you. And I was like, I really want to be this person's friend. And he was like, I can do that. And I was like, okay, awesome. And then I met you through Madison, and I was like, ah, here we go. Starting shit off. How did we first meet, though? I don't remember. Was it the cabin I, trip? Well, I know why you don't remember. Because <gasps> we met. <laughs> <laughs> We met at my drag show and you were so drunk. (laughs) That was when I flew home and we, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, because Madison surprised, um, like, you know, me and everyone by showing up at the drag show. And yeah, that's how you and I met. And we ended up talking the whole night, which is so fun. I actually remember that because, Jesse, you ran up to me and you're like, would it be weird if I asked for a picture with them? Like, do you think that's okay? And I was like, Jesse, just ask for a picture. No, I was, was starstruck. I was drunk and starstruck. Come on, you got me too. Oh, <laughs> ooh, a lot happened <laughs> in that bathroom while you after you performed. I remember me, Madison, Mary, and Connor all piled into the bathroom, and we were all so drunk, and we were all like, "We love each other." <laughs> it always has to happen yeah. in a dirty bathroom. Literally, that's the, the amount- dirtiest bar I've ever been to. No. Yeah. But honest to God, there's way too many memories that the two of us have of us in bathtubs, bathrooms, and like anything like that. You're having like serious heart to hearts. Like the amount of times me you and Mary have been in a bathtub. You were there. Ooh. Oh, talking about me and her. Oh, Max was saying that we've been in the bathroom a lot. Maybe I just like draw myself to bathrooms. Well, no, let me tell you guys a fun little anecdote about me because I also do that with bathtubs because I got really drunk Friday night with my roommate and we drew a bath, we got naked and we sat in the bathtub for two hours. Like we would like open the drain, let it out and like refill it because it was getting cold. Like I have to find these messages. Drunk as fuck. I have to. Jesse started sending me. Oh, we were shriveled. We were like. (laughs) We were shriveled. Jesse started sending me really nice messages that night. (laughs) <laughs> and he was like, I love you. You're such an important person in my life. I, I Like Aww. all this really, really nice stuff. And I went, oh, you're so sweet. What's wrong? <laughs> I was like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, are you okay? She said, I know you're drunk. I know your antics. Well, then you didn't Do answer not. me for like 12 hours. And I was like, hello? Are you alive? I was hung over. Caitlin, I'm sorry, Gabe, did we have a bathroom experience at the cabin? I know we did. Oh, well, we I can, did. I can tell you when it happened. Oh, we did I have know a bathroom. We, we did. I know, I we, know did. we had a bathroom experience. <laughs> we certainly did. We, I love we, bathrooms. And, <laughs> you have to have a nice bathroom talk with every single one of your friends, and I live by that because I can't think of one that I haven't had that with. Honestly, it's... that that day we learned the true power of an assembly line. 
That was an amazing trip. But let's go back to your drag thing, Gabe. What what can we talk about your drag persona? I don't sure. really know much about her. What is she doing now? Um I can't see you. Yeah, guys. you just disappeared. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. But um yeah, tell us about your drag persona now. Tell us her name and everything. Yeah, so I mean, obviously because of COVID. I haven't performed in a really long time, which is kind of a bummer, because obviously you need bars and shit to perform. And but, drunk people. Um, and drunk people who give you money. Yes. Um, but so I first started performing. There was a drag show in Milledgeville. Um, when was that? Like December of 2018, I think. And my friend Luke, who performs as Katrina Prowess, um, was performing in a show. And uh, she was like, you know, just just come do something it'd be fun because I'm super into makeup and I like to perform and I was like sure no problem um and so I went out and I used my Instagram handle as my name <laughs> just tender clown um not not a plug just sharing and, um but you know if it is a plug it is a plug um wait should we but, take this time to go ahead and plug the rest of your stuff oh yeah, should I what, just what interrupt I the story, Max? You just interrupt. They were telling a beautiful yeah, story. Like, what, who do you, do you, Max? Do you think you run Max this show? Max is being a producer. Okay. He's being a producer. Max is. We'll, Max we'll do is, it organically. Continue with your story. Max okay. is beginning I, to I think he has you, too much he's power. To, he's trying to get me exposure. Later. <laughs> Later. <laughs> but also, I know Katrina's really big in like, is it the Atlanta scene or the Athens scene? Oh, no, Atlanta. Uh, Katrina's amazing, and I have, I mean, we've been friends since early high school, so, I mean, I, like, we used to do makeup in my basement. Um, yeah, before, I know. Like, she's she, popping yeah. off. She, she was. Gorgeous. She been, right. Yeah. yeah, before she was even Katrina. I mean, like, so, she's just grown so much, and, like, competed in local drag shows and everything, but she's she's super big in Atlanta and is constantly growing, and I'm, like, so proud of everything she's doing on, like, the internet, in person. Yeah. Love her. But, um, yeah, so I performed with her that one night um, under, like, a completely different name, did two numbers, and it was, like, the rush I felt the first time I did theater. Like, <sighs> you know, it was, it was kind of, like, the same thing, because theater I love, but it's also really stressful because it's, like, you know, you have to sing, you have to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, choreography uh, like, sometimes. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So it's like a lot of like, oh, everything can go wrong. But it's like, which things can happen when I'm doing drag. But I felt like this freedom that I never felt like, you know, you're just c- completely commanding the stage and everyone's eyes are on you. And it's like, it's that's like kind of improv, the, right? Yeah. And I, because I usually don't plan out everything I do. Um, and so I got up there and did two numbers and just like, even though I thought about it the entire week before, right? Like constantly <laughs> stressing about it. It was kind of like just everything fell away and I got to perform. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'm going to do more of this because it was so fun and freeing. It's so interesting. Is Tinderclown still her name though? No. So I didn't perform for a while. And then I think I got another opportunity when I moved to Athens. Because um, I was doing a lot of makeup on Instagram just because I like doing makeup, covering my eyebrows, face paint, all that stuff. And I got a gig and I was like trying to think of a name and I just like wanted something short and ambiguous. And I was like, came up with Dot um, because my grandma's name was Dorothy and everyone called her Dottie. Um, and I was super close to her. And I was like, Dot is a perfect name. It's like, 
not anything. It's not super feminine, not masculine. It's just like dot. Um, and it kind of felt like a sweet tribute to my grandma. So um, mm. I kept going by that name and I have performed a couple times in Athens. But yeah, since it's just haven't been well, doing much, obviously. It's that, hard to get in with those Athen queens, though. So I understand. It is. Sorry, I'm They're, cutting you off, Madison. I'm that's so okay. Sorry. I just think that's such a beautiful tribute to your grandmother. Also, I thought it was interesting that you mentioned like the freedom that you feel when you're doing drag and it's so interesting because like from an audience perspective I feel like that's what we get when we're watching you perform it like when I watch you or Katrina perform I'm like oh my god they're like the confidence is radiating radiating off of them and like I'm having so much fun because they're clearly having so much fun and it makes sense that you don't plan everything out because I feel like so much of that is based off of the audience and what they're giving you yeah, it's kind of like playing off of a room. And it, you're so right. It's kind of the same way in theater. It's like you can feel when it's a good night, when the audi- like when yeah. the audience has good energy. Yes. And I feel like you won't understand that concept unless you've performed before. Because if you explain that to people, you're like, well, how can you feel the audience's energy? And it's like you just can. Well, yeah. I've always yeah. said, I've said it on this podcast before and I'll say it again. Energy, from what I felt on theater, is like the closest to God I've ever came right right like it's it's like up it's it's magical and when you can control it like how well you do off that drag show i saw it was amazing like i was like holy crap that's beautiful thank you <laughs> thank you yeah it's like i mean it's not just com- commanding a room it's like playing off of everyone's energy and it's just like you are you get to be someone else which is also i know you guys can relate a joy of theater it's like you're putting these pieces of yourself in another character and you get mm-hmm. to like live in someone else's bones but as you in a way it's so it's so hard to describe to people who like aren't involved in that but i know you guys understand like using another character as a vessel for your emotions and your being which is really cool Absolutely. i think that that's a trap that a lot of like young performers fall into is they're like i'm putting on a whole new persona i have to leave myself behind i am not me anymore and i've always been like no that's not the point of acting or even performing it's to like put yourself into those shoes because like that's what makes your perspective unique is you're adding yourself to this character well and right? the thing, i mean the thing mm-hmm. is yes they're characters but they're human beings you know what i mean like they're full-fledged human beings and that's like what your job is is to make that human being come to life it's not just some character to this breathe. is a person that eats sleeps like all of that stuff so you can't just like detach yourself from it you have to put yourself into it and figure out what the everyday life of that person is. So, yeah, yeah. that's super interesting. I ugh. I feel like drag was a natural thing, like a, a natural progression away from theater for you, Gabe, because, like, it's not as structured, like, as you were saying, but also, like, it gets to delve in, like, your one of your biggest passions, which just seems to be, like, fashion. And, like, how do you incorporate that into your drag? Like, how do you experiment with that? Yeah, I think... I don't know. I talk a lot about this when people ask me because, you know, I, I work in styling. And so I think a lot of people ask me like, oh, why? Why? How did that interest come about? And it definitely I always say it comes from theater because my fashion derives from like being involved in theater because you're putting on a costume usually to help yourself become someone else. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I kind of translated that into like what I wear every day because um, I, I have so many I don't even have one style I can even pinpoint because <laughs> I have so many different things I'm just like all over the place so you know that kind of started to happen with my clothing and then when drag happened it's like you know I'm still this character I'm still dot 
but it's like dot as what yeah dot as I, I can be anything within that vessel you know so i think that's like they influence each other i think really like theater is in it has influenced my fashion it has influenced my drag but then drag has also influenced my clothing choice because i can i think i feel less afraid to be big and can't be with things and colorful because that's who that character is that i created which is definitely an amazing word for something that i would use for like not all of your fashion obviously but almost like the baseline is camp like i think you pull off camp so well well i think it's let me tell you i think it's also so (laughs) cool because i never know what i'm gonna see next i'm like always so excited when you post on instagram because one Makeup, always flawless. I'm literally, like, the the structure of your face, I'm, like, I could I could drool because it's literally, like, <laughs> you literally look gorgeous. Y'all gonna make me blush. But, but no, I, I with your fashion, I'm, like, they could pull off anything. Like, they could put themselves into a box and, like, still look so good. Like Thank you, you, guys. You turn stuff that no one should ever wear ever into like stuff that's like so cool really cool looking that's well, that, drag that's kind of a question yes. that's kind of a question i have is like um how did you start to transition into letting fashion be such a like wild expression of yourself and like what is putting together an outfit look like for you like how did you develop that sense of um adventure in fashion yeah i think that kind of I mean, I kind of talked about theatricality, um, and I think just sort of coming from a theatrical artistic background, first of all, really, like, made me want to try to do more and try to, like, be different in that aspect, because I was never, even as a kid, I was never into brands and, like, I don't know, just that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, And so I started- Oh, she's, they're not into brands. Okay. Oh, yeah, you know- (laughs) Jesse, your just reaction like, was so late. Like, on my I end, I was like, why are you getting so fired up so late after that uh, was said? I'm so sorry. I just thought that was funny. I'm a brand whore. So to hear uh, yeah. you say that, good for you, but not for Let me. Let them finish. It's kind of like, you know, being involved in fa- the fashion industry, you kind of have to care about brands. But I guess, like, as far as my personal style, is like, I just never felt excited about that sort of thing. So I started thrifting and... I realized, like, and, you know, when thrifting, you find a lot of cool, unique pieces that no one wants. And, like, I'm tacky, so I want all of the things that no one else wants. (laughs) In a good way. In a good way. And so, you know, as I was, like, starting to experience, like, just seeing different silhouettes, older clothing, vintage things, I was like, oh, this is, like, clothing can be really exciting and colorful and, like, different all the time. And um, I wouldn't say there's, like, a clear transition, but, you know... As I start to kind of come into myself, which is what happens to everyone, you kind of figure out who you are, what you want your physical representation to look like. Like, what do I want to say about myself when I'm wearing something? I want to say that I'm colorful and big and bright and all of these things, you know. So I think I started to realize that clothing was an avenue for that. And And I think that as like a non-binary person, clothing becomes almost such a huge expression of who you are. So like you don't have to fall into that category of like feminine and you don't have to fall into that category of masculine or you can combine the two in such a perfect way like you do. So, I mean, like, I think was that nice to like be able to play with whenever you came to realize your non-binariness? Yeah, that's it's odd because honestly, it's not something I even came to terms with until like sort of like a year ago um 
So I think maybe more in like the past year, definitely more so. But it's it's odd because something I've learned is like um, being non-binary, you don't owe anyone androgyny. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have True. to be ne- neither. Mm-hmm. Like True. some days you can be one thing, some days you can be another thing. And that's what I like about it. Like if I had it my way, I just wouldn't be labeled as anything because I could just be, <laughs> right? I don't even want to, don't perceive me. So <laughs> I love that meme. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, I can be anything and I could like one day I can be super feminine, wear a dress frilly, you know, whatever. And the next day I love suits so I can wear a colorful suit. And I think I think that mindset that you have is so incredibly inspiring because like not only do you um, radiate that to like the people that are close to you, but also you have no idea on day to day basis, like who you're inspiring that you don't even know. Like, I mean, Jesse found you five years ago and was like, I I, like, I think this person is so amazing. So especially with like, kids growing up these days like having that mindset is such a strong and beautiful thing to have and just seeing you change over the years and to like come into yourself in this way is truly truly amazing well thank you it's super sweet and i think think it is really incredible because we do live in a time where there's not one style one trend there's not one of anything you know people are more all over the place than ever. And so it's really exciting because you can experience with, experiment with anything yeah. as far as clothing, as far as whatever, because you don't have to be put in a box by like what everyone else is doing because everyone else is doing their own thing. Like it's kind of, you know, because of social media, obviously, but like there's so much out there now. It's so exciting to be able to experience it, find your communities. There's so, like, I wouldn't even known what being non-binary was until several years ago Mm -hmm. if that so it's just kind of like i think clothing helps with that you know you kind of subscribe to whatever subculture whatever that you're dressing with whatever your style is and you kind of find your people i think like because everyone gets dressed that's something everyone does yeah so yeah and so you you make that choice every day to present yourself a certain way and you find your people that are doing either the same thing or that kind of you can rock with and do your own thing, but also be experienced togetherness. So yeah. I think it's just like, a. I, I mean, that's why I love to study fashion because it's so many things. It's like it's I, history and it's now. Oh, I feel cool like concept. the whole movement of us all being different has really hit. And it might be just because I've grown up. And I'm not in like a high school or like in a college era, but I feel like that whole movement of us like being in so many different styles is so new because I remember I'm still traumatized because I was walking in somewhere and I was wearing um, a certain kind of shoe and I was like, are these shoes still in? And then I was like, wait, no one cares about that stuff anymore. And I don't know if it's because I grew up or if it's because of what we were talking about because of social media. Does that I make feel, sense? I feel like it's kind of a combination of things because I think one part is like you grow up and you don't care as much about like what's in or what other people are going to say or think about you and you just want to be yourself. But also I do think it's a huge way in that the world has changed. Like you're not yeah. expected to be like everybody else to fit in anymore. Like when I was younger, it was like polo, wallabies, Oh my god, or those like plaid shorts, those plaid shorts for men. I mean cargo cargo shorts were still a thing when I was orange ones. Like it's there's so many trends. Two pairs of shorts and they were both plaid and those Also I believe that um I don't even know Me too. I don't know if anybody else practiced this trend, but I know 
Mary did. Do you know what gauchos are or gauchos, whatever? The- oh, I love a gaucho. Like they, they're oh, so yes. ugly, no, but I had like five pairs. <laughs> they're like, no, they're comfort. It's comfort. It, it, gaucho and Crocs. It's it's basically like um, gaucho the, and the leggings of the past, except they're loose, so they're like genie pants, basically. <laughs> <gasps> I had like five pairs um, of them. I can't find them on on slime. I'm gonna tell you though, Crocs. Oh, I looked up. Crocs is one fashion trend I can't get behind. No, I can't get behind that either. I think that's disgusting. I thought people were wearing them ironically, <laughs> and then I found out that they weren't, and I was like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" I'm fully aware. Was, also, that oh you God. you do wear Crocs. <laughs> You wear Crocs, Kate? I'm so sorry, Gay. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I wore Crocs ironically at the end of my senior year and haven't worn a Croc since. Thank God. So let me just put that into the universe. Thank God. <laughs> Your senior year of high school? You yes. were so ahead of the... You wore Crocs ironically in high school. Do you know what yeah. that was? That was social suicide at my high school. If I saw someone wearing Crocs, it would have been... Over. I don't think I, they would ever got no. And you were dairy. I don't know. Our, our high school. Back then. I feel like our high school was like way accepting or more accepting of like the unique or the weird people, so to speak, than a lot of high schools were. Because like I remember I went to school in a Batman onesie once. Like I gave no fucks. I will like, say. I know people were laughing at me, um, but it was fun. <laughs> like, I, I remember once, because Shannon and I, my friend Shannon and I did it together, and we wore Crocs one day, and I like kn- I saw someone like taking a Snapchat video of us wearing Crocs. <laughs> because that's just, like, the worst know. time. Gabe, that's whenever that, what are those were out. Yeah. Yes. yes. The the you did that, that to yourself. But, but you damn well know that they were like, yeah, take your Snapchats. Let's go. Oh, I know this person <laughs> over here was happy. That's oh, free yeah. press. You're no one until you have haters. Free press. That's my motto. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, I have a question. Um, so aside from Crocs and like that trend, what like period inspired you the most? Since we're talking about like theater and stuff, like is there like a period of fashion that you want to emulate? 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 Yeah. Like a time era? Yeah, yeah. Like time. Like um, it doesn't even have to be like in the nine in the nineteen hundreds. Or be, like, even like backs, like. Or even like people, because that was a question I had. Like, who inspired? Who has inspired you in the fashion world? Also, yeah. Ooh. Um. Well, we okay. I guess as far as era, I love this. I mean, I this isn't special because I know everyone loves the seventies, but I like the seventies of like tacky fabrics and like they did that. They had those. Yes, and like yarn, you know, like crochet things, and just like colored glasses and platforms like I love the colorful aspect of the 70s and I also think weirdly my style is really inspired by interiors of the 70s if that makes sense yes what are the conversation pits yes yeah yeah yeah. and just like (laughs) just ugly so ugly it's cute I love that I'm like a pug like a little pug I really (laughs) no but I genuinely think that the reason you can pull anything off is because of the confidence you wear it with Oh, oh, yeah. Thank you. You're like, I look good, <laughs> and it's not a question. And so then people seeing you in it are like, oh, no, they look good. It's not a question. Well, yeah, it's like if you're selling it, people will believe it. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, sure. Um, but I, I guess as far as people that have inspired me, like we talked about, I am I love, like, camp. 
So, um, Trixie Mattel. Yeah, just like, you know, drag queens, obviously, nowadays, but growing, like, I love, um, like, all the spooky girls. Like, I love Elvira and Lily (gasps) Munster and and the Adams. Like, I love, I love that aspect of it because it's like, makes me feel like I'm not afraid to be weird with what I'm wearing. Yeah. Um, I have someone that I want to show you. So, I found this girl. She was like one of the scene queens whenever we were younger. And her name is Kelsey Munster. That's like her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to show you this girl if you don't already know her. Because like those look inspired her. But she's not colorful like you are. She's uh-huh. like very gothic. But I feel right. like you'd be like obsessed with it. Because Which I think is, she's like, hot. It's weird to say that those people inspire me because they're all very dark. But I think it's like the spirit behind the way they wear things. Because mm-hmm. I love them. Um, I also love like, I don't know, just like. Stuff like I want to say Willy Wonka, but like you know what I'm saying. (laughs) I see it now. Wait, that's amazing. Can you be Willy Wonka for Halloween, please? Not yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. I own a purple suit, obviously. Um, but just like you know, like just like campy characters like that, I feel like have been super big to me. Um, I also I don't know if any of you guys know who she is, but I love this woman named Iris Apfel. She's like a really big fashion icon. She's the old lady that wears the big black circle glasses. I know exactly her. What's her name again? Iris. Iris what? Ap- Iris Apfel. Yes, she's yeah, gorgeous. Love her. She's very like I'm. Bi- I'm big. Like old ladies inspire me a lot. Like old lady fashion and like clown things like those are my two combine combination factors i think clown is a great uh aesthetic you know yeah it's I love underrated them. big shoes <laughs> yeah big shoes wow jesse you were just hitting us with the fashion facts over there they I'm, do wear those <laughs> they, they i'm do. giving it you didn't ask for it, but I'm giving it. And this is why we didn't do a fashion episode prior to this <laughs> i don't know okay here i want to do like a um a masterclass in two minutes kind of thing. What is, like, the best way to, I don't know, find your fashion sense, put together an outfit, like, for someone someone else? Like, what advice would you give? As she far needs as, like, help. Yeah, yeah. If you were going to dress me, how would you dress me? Is this a cry for help? Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, Look at me right now. I think... Like whenever, okay, I, this I, not in like oh I'm 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 queen of thrifting or anything like that. But whenever like because I I do thrift pretty much all my clothes now, and so whenever people are like oh how do you find things like this is probably what I live by as far as like when I'm purchasing clothing and also when I put it on. It's like if I don't feel excited to wear it and like make outfits with it and you know be in it, mm-hmm. I don't buy it. You know because I'm yeah. like oh this could be cool or whatever. But if I don't feel like excited about it, I don't partake if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So I feel like I don't know, in order to find your style, just like I just sounds so basic, but it's literally just like wear stuff that you feel excited about. And I think over time it does take a lot to stop caring about because you know, I care about what people think mainly about my character. Like that's obviously mm-hmm. very important to me. But if someone doesn't like my outfit, I'm like, well you have bad taste. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I was gonna dress Madison, you know what I would put her in Jesse, I would never let you I... dress me. <laughs> I know you so well, ma'am. Sit down. I know exactly. All right, let's hear it. Go ahead. I'd put you in something. Booty shorts and a crop top. No, we don't want to see that. Ew, no. That would not be cute. That would not be cute. Um, I'd put you in a pair of blue jeans, little tight blue jeans, kind of cute, and then any light pink shirt. When I think about you, I'd be like a light pink shirt. 
Like, look at you. Look behind you right now. That's that, all, that's all that literally, wardrobe. my, there's no pink on that, on that rack. There's right next to that green. I don't think you're seeing colors correctly. I don't know. That's exactly what I think of you. I'm like, oh, a white girl. I know how to dress her. I know how to dress her. <laughs> Jesse. Okay, one, offensive. Two, I do not like the color pink. This is why I would not let you dress me. <laughs> dress me, dress me, dress me. Get out of my face. I'd put you in Crocs. <gasps> and gauchos. Yeah. Oh. With the crop top. With a poncho. Oh. No, with a poncho. <laughs> oh, I'm so uncomfortable. No. You know what I'm wearing right now? Gabe, you're going to hate me. I'm wearing a 6XL shirt with sweatpants. And that's fashion to me. That's not. Okay, but that's comfort, you know? Yeah, that, that's comfort. Com- and I, I that's comfort, not fashion. I can't believe you put me in I'll a never pink dock you for that. shirt. Also, I don't think of myself as like stereotypical white girl with my fashion. <laughs> I just, I'm, I said I'm it because like I knew so it get under wildly your skin. I'm like really, I'm going to be like laying in bed tonight like, why did he say that? It's gonna that haunt white me. girl autumn's running through your head. It's gonna You're gonna haunt be like, oh me. god. Horse riding boots, horse riding boots. Oh no. <laughs> you are a horrible person. Okay, wait. Now we're going to take you into a game. So put on your game face. Wait, before we do that, I wanna I wanna ask them one more question. Oh my god. One more little little segment. Yeah, Jesse, go segment. ahead. You Let's know this down. is Hold your on. episode, Jesse. You just go ahead. What is one fashion trend right now oh, that you are obsessed with or and, and one that you absolutely despise? That's actually Ugh. a good question. Oh, God. I know. I'll give it to you. I just feel like I'm so, not like out of touch with trends, but I kind of just do my own thing. So I'm not entirely sure. Um, fashion trend I hate that I never want low rise jeans to come yes! back. I'm so scared They're of it. They're trying. They're trying to come back so hard. Yeah. I'm terrified. No, yeah. In no way does that need to come back. In no way. Yeah. Very scared of that. So yeah, not big on that. Um fashion trend that I love. I love and I feel like maybe it's I'm biased because I like it, but I feel like suits and things and like blazers and sweater vests and things are coming back for women oh yeah which i think is really cool trousers on women trousers there was a gorgeous suit jesse do you remember me mentioning this um someone at the emmys was wearing it it had like a mesh top underneath and it was gorgeous a gorgeous suit yes I know exactly yeah, what I'm like about. I'm excited to be seeing more of that. I think that's like I don't know, just because I like wearing suits a lot. Like women are like I, I don't know. My my roommate had a free people catalog, and I was like looking through it, and a lot of them are wearing like button ups and like vests over them and trousers and things, and which is like I love that personally as mm-hmm. someone who like sometimes likes to dress more androgynously, um or whatever. So I I love to see that. So I think. Like and it's kind of reminiscent of the seventies as well, because like the high waisted pants. Well, and are... I like the comfort that comes with. Like I would much rather wear pants any time of the day than wear like a skirt or a dress. For sure, and I I know that you feel that way. Um, because like, and I think a lot of people are starting like starting to realize like we don't want to wear dresses. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe some if I'm like dressing up like to go to somewhere like special, but like day to day, no, I'm not gonna wear a dress. Right. Right. You guys are crazy. I would murder to wear a dress. It looks so Why comfortable. Why don't you wear a dress? I don't know. I, I, I'm i actually going to buy a purse. I'm going to go buy a okay. purse. Okay. But you just got you a bag. 
Can I, did... I say another trend that I love? What? Is men in skirts. I'm glad it's happening because I've seen it. Like, you know, obviously a lot a lot more like on the internet than in real life. Yeah. But I love seeing men I, in skirts. I think it's great. I no, love... This is one thing I'm excited for. Because... Please, God, Max and Jesse just take over. <laughs> because being in a skirt, God, it's going to be freeing your your balls, balls just go on every mess. Your gooch isn't sweaty. Oh my god! Yeah, not the gooch. Max! No one wants to know about I, your gooch. You won't, let me tell you both. Sit down, hold your hold on to wherever you're sitting. The <laughs> biggest lie that Americans have ever been told oh is this. Jeans are comfortable. Jeans are not comfortable. They're not. Jeans are so uncomfortable. I fucking you hate know jeans. So I will funny. declare. Enemy number one of this podcast is jeans. You know what's so funny, though? It's like people have been posting since, like, quarantine started. They're like, leggings were never pants until quarantine. And I was like, I don't know who you are, but I've been wearing leggings as pants since high school. Like, I, If I had that option. I have, like, four pairs of jeans, and I barely ever wear them. Can I tell y'all a dirty secret about me? So... I used to I used to not do any zip up or button pants. I hated them. Oh, I hated, did know hated, this. Hated you them. did tell me this. So we had um, we had a dress code in middle school. So my mom had a seamstress, and she would go and get every single one of my pants turned into basically maternity pants, so I could just slip them on. I need that. That's I, innovative. The, I hated Can... the thought of buttoning and zipping up pants was like atrocious to me growing up. Can your mom get me the number of said seamstress? <laughs> I think she's dead. Uh oh. Oh, Jesus. Uh, um, she did great work. Well, one, one. I just want to jump back and say I love um um a male romper. I I love it. I don't know why, but I do. And also, um, when you said she's dead, Jesse, I don't know why I had horrible flashbacks. Well, not horrible. It didn't really affect me, but to um. Caitlin, when you thought your landlord was dead. Oh my god. Well, that was the whole thing. I Wait, what? Oh my god. This is okay, this is a very <laughs> long story, but to keep it very brief, I lived in a building where my landlord was so old. Um, and I paid my rent by sliding cash under her door. <laughs> because her, her father literally it, her father literally built the apartments. So I, I got locked out of my apartment and I was like calling them, knocking on their door. And, like, they were just gone. And they were old people, so they never left. And, like, her daughter lived in the building and was being super sketchy and was like, well, I don't know where they are. They're somewhere in Macon. And, like, their phone, like, after calling them for a day, like, because I couldn't get into my apartment for so long, um, just, like, would cut off when I would try and call them. And I was like, oh, my God, something's terribly wrong. Like, I literally thought, I was, like, panicking because I thought my landlord was dead and I didn't know what to do. And the daughter did it. (laughs) I don't, I called out of work because I was like, uh, I think my landlord's dead, and I can't get into my apartment. The thing this is, before I started my new job, and 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 she was like, "Okay, girl." And like Caitlin's telling us all this story. Where Caitlin, why, one, why are you putting cash under a door? Like, well, we were like, there are so <laughs> many, there are so many issues with this story. <laughs> You were well, feeding this murderer. This murderer was like, "I don't have to leave. I'm getting paid." I was like, "There's <laughs> something illegal and going on here." Well, I finally got a hold of her and I was like, hey, is everything okay? You haven't responded to any of my calls. I've been locked out of my apartment. She was like, okay. And that was it. She didn't answer anything. I was like, everything all right? Where were you guys? Nothing. Just okay. And then came to unlock my apartment. I was like, all right. That's fine. Casual. I'll never know. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Uh, Jesse, So I have you... one more question oh before we get into Oh my God. 
Okay. One what? more question. RuPaul's Drag Race, I know your favorite queen is Sasha Velour. Yes. Do you want to touch on anything else regarding that in your fashion? How has she shaped you? Well, I love Sasha Velour. I yes. actually have a tattoo plan, not necessarily like for her, but she released this patch that was so cool. It's kind of like a cartoonish drawing of her face in a heart shape, and I really want to get it Ooh. tattooed. Um, I just, like, the stuff she wears is really cool. I love her fashion, but, like, her whole thing, and she's a very androgynous queen because she's bald. bald. And so I love her. She's very, like, fashion is art, like, you know, gender. <laughs> she literally has a liner song, gender is a construct, tear it apart, mm. right? Yes. So, like... She's just, I don't know, she just stands for a lot of things that I really enjoy. She's, like, a kind person, smart person, works very hard at what she does. And, like, literally every look, every performance she has pulled has been just, like, one of the best things I've ever seen. Like, I'm just obsessed with everything she does at her core. (laughs) I love her. Uh, I'm sorry. I just knew we had to mention your favorite queen on this episode. (laughs) So I want to bring that in somehow. I love Sasha. Um, She's incredible. Have you seen Drag Race Canada? I haven't watched Drag Race Canada. I watched uh, the Britain the, or the UK version. Oh, uh, bag of chips. Um, bag of bag chips. Bag of chips. Britta. Ketamine. Um, I'm addicted to ketamine. <laughs> yeah, it was it was low budget. Let's say that. Um, but mm. it was it was cute. I'd watch more of that. I heard the Canada one was good, so maybe I'll have to watch it. Okay. All right. Let's appease Madison. Let's play the game. Oh my okay. goodness! Okay. I've just the been game. very very excited to play this game i know i'm really excited for this game we're gonna make you so, play a little couple rounds of some fuck mary kill are you all right <laughs> are you ready i'm ready i'm sitting in the room with my lovely partner who i'm in love with and committed to and i'm answering all of these uh, objectively <laughs> <laughs> these are just so. hypothetical scenarios um, okay, yes. Jesse, would you like to give the first? I'll do the first one. Okay, okay, okay. Fuck Mary Kill, Meryl Streep, okay. Ryan Murphy. Oh god. Or, or Iris Apfel. Okay, well Ryan Murphy um needs to be punished for his some of his sins. <laughs> for um listen, I'm a glee fan. I'm a, I'm a glee head. What are they called? Glee heads? Gleeds? Gleek. Gleeks. Gleeks. <laughs> so I think kill Ryan Murphy. Oh, but because they don't have those great concepts. He's a great concept creator. He, he's done it. You know, it's it's happened. He, <laughs> it's he did Pose. That was good. Glee, he did. You know, we, we've had our time with him. American Horror Story, right? So we we got our content, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tap out. Yes. Um. Mary Iris Apfel, because I she is well, old and sweet. <laughs> and she's not going to live long, so you'll get the winnings. Oh, my God, yeah, I Jessie. I also know she has a beautiful home, and I think <laughs> I would want to live in it. <laughs> you will be a kept person if you marry right. this bitch. Right, and I guess just to, you know, breathe the same air as Meryl Streep, I guess that's where she's going to fall. Amen. Ooh, you're going to be so, breathing a lot. Ooh, I, I think- <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right. Round one. Madison, complete. your turn. Okay. That's an old group of people you just chose, by the way. <laughs> well, because I just wanted to have like, a range of people. You said I you liked old like... people and he ran with it. <laughs> well, not like that. <laughs> not like that, you know. All right. Young people are boring. Are you ready? 
Okay. Yes. <laughs> Sasha Valor, Stephen King, and Lady Gaga. Oh, God. Oh, God. Ooh, how could you not fuck Lady Gaga? Yeah, no, she's there, obviously. We don't, mm. we didn't have to say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, this is hard because I... I am a dedicated fan of both. I'm literally wearing a Stephen King shirt right now. Uh, dedicated fan of both Stephen King and Sasha Velour. I used, okay, fu- like a little tidbit. I used to tweet Stephen King in high school and ask him if he would take me to prom, <laughs> which is so fucked up. I have no idea when I did that. Like literally when I go on my time hop, like five times a year is like an anniversary of me tweeting Stephen King. That's amazing. I love that. Oh so my God. If I got to meet Stephen King in order to kill him, then I think that's, I think that's where I think that's where I'd put him. Um, and I find a creative way because he is king of horror. So maybe just to impress him. Just I don't to know. impress him. It's so yeah, and then yeah, Mary Sasha Valor for sure. Yes, because okay. okay. she also because I also know she has a beautiful home. So it's all about the beautiful home. You and these. I hope Katie has a beautiful home. <laughs> oh, we. We, we we've talked about this. We would we would decorate the shit out of a house. We know this. Clutter yes, core to the extreme. I, listen, you see my wall. I have a what gi- is that a, meatball? This is a giant cookie. ceramic cookie. It's a cookie. Oh. What did you? It's from I a Great that. American Cookie in the nineties. I love that. Okay, though. I have a very controversial one, and I mean okay. this doesn't have to be the last one, but we can. I don't know. Okay, so fuck Mary Kill. Are you ready? Hold on to your seat. Me, Madison, or Max? <laughs> Don't, don't do that. All right, go. No, yes, I'm ready. Go. I'm ready. Go right now. I'm ready. Speak the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say kill all three. I'm not going to say that. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm kidding. I'm Delete kidding. this. <laughs> y'all, I cannot answer this question. <laughs> I can't kill any of y'all. I'd kill mm, I'd Max kill is Jesse. on the shit list. Let's be honest. I'd kill Jesse. <laughs> Well, we didn't ask you, so we didn't ask <laughs> think, you. So I think Jesse and I would have a, a long life of deep conversations. Oh, so you'd marry? I can't imagine us not. You'd marry Jesse and kill Max. So Got she, it. so they'd fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that we covered that. Uh, no okay. comment. <laughs> <laughs> I just was, but but I want to be clear. I would not kill Max. I would never do that to him. <laughs> okay. Do you have any more? A hard honest? wink. <laughs> she winked. <up. laughs> Our said, wink, I, wink. I'd be okay with Katie killing me. <gasps> oh. Wow. Do you have any I, more? I, no. I the thought of that makes I me so sad. I, of course I would. I'd, you'd I'd be, be like be stabbing so him. You'd be like stabbing him and he'd be like, it's okay. I understand. <laughs> Max would be like, stop, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. <laughs> Next time we can have um, Caitlin on and do impressions of Max. <laughs> Oh, oh. Where, you were there for the pussycat thing, right? Oh, oh my God. Pussy, please. Pussy, please. Oh, it's, it's uh, poor pussy. Poor pussy. Poor, yeah. It's a game, yeah, you guys, yeah. just to like preface this entire conversation. It's a game where you have to try to keep a straight face while someone's acting like a cat. So And Max did it a lot. We, Max, we, got, to, we got to experience Yeah, Max that. is not Max good at that was, game. Um, I almost cracked a few times. I'm going to be yeah 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 but the idea is to not be the cat you and mary it was literally just max and mary switching back and forth (laughs) 
I knew that like Madison was always so hard that whenever she was the cat, I was like, if anyone gets me out, it's not gonna be her. And I was like, I was like, I hate my mom. I hate my mom. I hate my mom. My mom's. I was, I was like doing miser in my head to not laugh at you because I said oh no one. And Madison is not gonna be the one to get me out of this fucking game. And I'm pretty sure did. he did though. Nope, nope. My mom was gone in my head, so you didn't. <laughs> wow, I'm sure your mom is gonna love to hear that. No one understands miser. Okay, so before we do the fast round that we asked Gabe to prepare for us. Do you want to tell us any books you're reading right now? Anything fun? Any media oh. that you are consuming? Um, well, one of my questions is kind of based off this, but we'll get there. Um, I just finished... Well, okay. I'm reading the Death Note graphic mm-hmm. novel manga, uh, mm-hmm. which I've which is really cool. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm also reading this book called The Immortalists, which Ooh. was... Um, That's an I've old seen book, recommended right? a lot. I don't know. I... I don't think so. It's basically about a bunch of, like, a, a family that, like, finds out their specific days that they're going to die. Yes. Um, which is really cool. So, yeah, that's fun. Um, I just finished I'm Thinking of Ending Things and watched the movie last night. I saw your post about that. Yeah, I have thoughts. I have thoughts about that because it was a perfect movie until the last 20 minutes. Mm. I haven't In read my it. opinion. I haven't read it's it or the- seen it. The book is incredible. It's super short. I read it in like two nights um, and I, I was obsessed with it and I was obsessed with the movie like the whole time. And then like they just did something at the end that was just like. They pulled up my sister's keeper, didn't they? No, not even not even like that. I felt pranked by how the ending. I don't even, I can't even explain it to you until you if see it. If it's worse like, than my sister's keeper, that's crazy. I can't imagine. I was in the theaters when I saw that, read the book and I was, I was pissed. No, it was like so out of pocket. Like. There, let me just say, it's a drama. Like, the whole movie is a drama mm-hmm. suspense. And there's a musical number from Oklahoma at the end. What? You know what? They were probably trying to pull a Shit's Creek and put a cabaret in there. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not going to give any spoilers, <laughs> but I'm just saying it was it was a ride. So, uh, but the book was great. I highly recommend it. I, I It was fantastic. I loved it. Okay. All right. Do we want to... What about you guys? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's just, let's just get... Let's do this. Um, okay. And maybe we'll answer your question during the speed round. So, um, okay, I some of these questions might not be speed, I guess. But the first one I was wondering, so because we watched that movie last night and we watched, I actually happened to watch the Hunger Games series recently. Oh, happened. It happened I know accident. you did. <laughs> right? Like, it was kind of really good. So, which I forgot. So I guess my first one is, do you guys have a favorite book to movie adaptation? <gasps> Uh, I feel like I can't say Harry Potter anymore. Can it be? Well, you can. Can it be book yeah. to TV? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, book to book to on screen adaptation. Um, Big Little Lies. Mm. <gasps> I, <gasps> Call me by your name. Like phenomenal book, and in my opinion, phenomenal series too. I okay, haven't read yeah. that book, but that series was mind shattering. You should just read. I've heard amazing. Things. You should read what? anything by. Uh, it's Leanne Mori- no, Moriarty. Lane Moriarty. Yeah. yeah. I just, um, I read another one of her books like a month ago. I love everything that she writes. Yeah, she's super famous, but somehow I've never read one of her books. It's I don't really know. She's good. one of those that I've never picked up. Have but... you seen Big Little Lies? I haven't. I'm so bad oh, with TV. You should watch it. How TV is like my place. I live in the TV world. Fuck movies. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm I'm a big movie person, but also because I just like forget to finish a show or I just like don't. Yeah. You know so, what I do with movies? I start the movie and finish it in segments over a week. No, that's how I bad I am that. at watching movies. Wow. I hate movies. Uh-huh. I like movies, but like I don't. I don't. I if unless I'm with a group of people, then I sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I miss I said, going to the movie theater so much. I loved that. That was like an event. Love right. <laughs> but I said, "Call me by your name." I know that's controversial too, but that's a fucking great movie and book. Oops. Yeah. They're both beautiful. I I feel conflicted about Call Me By Your Name. I love it, and it's, like, beautiful, great story. But just, like, I don't know. Something about age gaps, I, like, I guess do you... I I guess some of these are media questions, but um, do you guys have an album that has, like, majorly impacted or, like, like, just, like, what is your most important album to you that has had such a big impact to you? I mean, I know everyone has a few, probably, but, like, one you can name. Vices and Virtues, Panic at the Disco. Absolutely. Absolutely. The bonus tracks also, which I always forget about, so good. Ugh, that album is one of those things that, like, I'll listen to it a bunch, then I'll forget about it for a while, and then I'll come back to it and I'll be like, God, this is still so good. I'm not a big music person, as I think we've talked about on the podcast, but um, Born to Die Paradise Edition by Lana Del Rey probably uh-huh. is one of those staples in my life that I will always... Oh, no, what am I talking about? Pure Heroin by Lord. Pure Heroin is such a great capture of youth and nostalgia and yearning. And it's just... Oh, you just had to drop yearning, didn't you? Everyone... Oh, no. But it is! Once a podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We should change the name. Me, 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 yearning. (laughs) No. Okay, what else? What what about you? Do you have one? Um, I... Oh, oh whoa, my whoa. god, Max. Death Metal 1, Death Metal 2, Death Metal 3. <laughs> so, The Wall by Pink Floyd. Okay, good. Um, Pale Folklore by Agalhawk. Mm-hmm. And mm. then... Jesse doesn't these, know what like, any of these things Kendra are. And Butterfly by Kendrick. By who? Ooh. Kendrick Lamar? That's yeah. a very varied uh, array of artists. I don't even know one of them. <laughs> I literally said that. Did you hear me? Kendrick Lamar. I literally said Jesse doesn't what? know any of these artists. <laughs> I really am really slacking in the whole music department, but you know one thing that I have found? I don't trust a bitch that says they don't like country music. I'm sorry. If you say you don't like country music, you are completely wrong because they are some of the greatest songwriters of our generation. Look at Dolly Parton, look at Shania Twain. Look at all those old female country artists and you will be have a different opinion. Right, I do love question. Dolly. You I guys, do are, love you guys are insane. Country music. Next country question. music is amazing. I love country music. Next question. Okay. So since we talked about fashion this episode, mm-hmm. what is like one thing, maybe it's a specific item of clothing, maybe a specific type of thing that when you put it on, you just feel like you and like your best self can i guess madison's <laughs> sure i don't oh my god oh my god is it your david dobrik sweater <laughs> no but i do love that sweater um is can it is it okay if it's something that i don't take off like yeah like it can be anything i was just curious i, w- I guess because ev- anything can be dress you know i would 1000 percent say it's my rings because i feel so completely not myself without my rings on and same thing about, like, my nose ring. I don't know. It just, like, has become so ingrained into who I am that it doesn't feel right without them. 
But I would say, like, for things that I take off, weirdly enough, like, headbands. Like, these mm, kinds of headbands. Okay. Like, I know I don't look super cute right now, but, like, I don't know. I just do. I can see that. that I mean, just knowing you, that makes sense. Do you want to guess mine, Madison? It's really easy. Um, uh, your mustache. Yes. <laughs> no, it's the fucking sweatshirt I always wear. Oh, you're... you're yeah, I even know that. <laughs> it's that sweatshirt. That. I never take it off. Ever since you bought that. I'm with that sweatshirt. I bought that in 60 degree weather in Kentucky because it was kind of cold that day. <laughs> it was kind of cold that day. <laughs> All right, do you have any more? Do you have any more questions? I like this. I'm having fun. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, I don't have any... I, I'm trying to think of another... It's okay um, if you don't have another question. It's okay. This is this supposed to be a speed round. We definitely drug it out for seven minutes. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. No, it's not, it's our it's our fault for answering the questions and thinking about it. And too it's long. also because we let Max talk again. I'm a rambler uh, yeah. too, so it's all of us. But oh I God. just want to say thank you so 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 much for joining us and sharing your knowledge and your passion and everything with us today. Yes. Oh, thank you. Also, catch Gabe at TinderClan on Instagram, and they have a new YouTube channel for books. They're on BookTube. Do you want to plug that? Yeah, sure. I just started um, like doing book-related content on YouTube, and so it's just like my Instagram, TinderClown, but instead it's Tender Reads, like R-E-A-D-S. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm doing that, and my Twitter is also TinderClown. I think that's all. Yeah. Awesome. I love your YouTube. But okay, yes, thank you so much for being here with us today. We love you. And this has been Do Do Re Re Still tone deaf. God. We should just like pre-record that. Oh we should.